Radio presents The War Room, where we discuss tactics for strategic Christian living. Mighty Lord, extend your kingdom, be the truth with your host, Bill Evans, and I've got a guest on the line, uh, Joe Graham uh, from Washington State. He's a, been a husband, husband of 17 years, uh, father of nine, one in, the, one in the hopper. He's a U.S. Navy growler pilot. That means an F-18 driver. He describes himself as a crazy reconstructionist who started a small business called Reconstruction Life to encourage other families in the joy and beauty of family life. Joe believes that the home is the key to the, to the advancement of the kingdom. Welcome to the War Room, Joe. Well, thank you very much for having me, Bill. It's a pleasure. Yeah, this is an opportunity just basically for me to, as I said, tee up the ball and let you, uh, you know, hit some balls and and sell. Uh, because I thought your, your, your story is compelling because... Number one, you have a very active lifestyle, not only from your occupational slash military uh, service, but uh, from being a homeschooling father of nine and having some uh, some really well-defined and thought-out convictions about what God wants to use your family and your home for and how to engage uh, other people. So why don't you just go ahead and take it away? I'll, I'll, I may jump in from time to time, as I want to do. Sure. But just tell us about yourself, about your ministry, about your vision. Being a, uh, a naval aviator, I can I can expect it to be tactical. <laughs> right. Well, we specialize in that. So, um, yeah, well, see, for for myself— um, I do. I do honestly believe that uh, that the home is kind of like the the powerhouse of uh, of the advancement of the kingdom, and uh, and I think that it's kind of the center of where reconstruction begins. So I didn't always necessarily uh, think that way. In, in fact, it wasn't until I had already had about four kids before I really started paying a lot more attention to the intentionality behind how I was raising my children and, and what I was raising them for and, uh, and started really getting some more meat uh, behind what I was thinking. So, uh, so that, that process has kind of been, uh, been ongoing, uh, and I, I really do feel like uh, my wife was kind of leading the way uh, in a lot of that. She, she wanted to do the homeschooling, and, uh, you know, she kind of introduced me to some of these other ministries, you know, a very, uh, in a very uh, loving uh, and considerate way where she wasn't pushing things on me too hard, but uh, but we we you know we we kind of just uh, been walking through this this path, um, and and now as our families continue to grow and my family is getting more mature, they're getting older, I I'm kind of like redoubling on my conviction that I really do feel like what happens in the home is the key to all the other stuff and all the other. Uh, speakers and men, women that you've interviewed, that that really is where it all where it all begins. So, so I've kind of a heart and a passion for that. You know, uh, I love my family, and I and I want to encourage other people 
to love their families and and what does that look like and and how challenging is that and you know is it a little bit messy at times and yeah yeah it is that's okay um so just kind of all, a lot of those a lot of those aspects uh kind of really really touched me families christian households all over the country uh all of them uh sort of facing their own particular challenges uh i don't know that uh, they're necessarily following a a well laid out playbook yeah. i mean all these different families whether they be uh, and most of them are homeschooling obviously if they're reconstructionists they're most of them are homeschooling yeah and uh and and they are in your case, now you're actually employed, you know, by the United States Navy. Currently, for, yes. For the time so, being. Yeah. And, and many of them are obviously employed, endeavoring to to um, operate their own small business or farm or, or agricultural enterprise. Or uh, what is the common thread? Or what do you tell us about what you're doing as far as a formula, common playbook that all these various different homeschooling families in their various different stages of maturity in terms of the number of children and the ages and what is it what is a thread what's what's the silver strand that everybody needs to be pursuing well uh from a lot of the people that i've met uh yeah so so for me i'm uh i'm a first generation christian so um this this isn't the way that I was raised, and this isn't the experience that I had. You know, I went to uh, to public school, and uh, you know, I was uh, raised and, and educated by the state, and and my my family. They were uh, my parents were divorced when I was uh, two years old, and uh, my wife was in the same situation. Her parents also divorced when she was two, so we don't have any we don't have any siblings that come from the same. Um, father and mother on uh, either side. So, so we both came from broken, divorced homes, and you know, even before we got saved, we could just kind of see like, well, this is this is not right. <laughs> this is not right. There's something wrong here. Um, and and so as we've continued to go through life, we see uh, a lot of that that brokenness. And so at least I try to when I'm talking about uh, when I'm working on stuff for the the business or for reconstruction life in general. I try to let people know that, you know, I, I really try to take a lot of concepts of reconstruction are very lofty and very high and hard. And I think, and at least what I have felt sometimes hard to understand. Um, and what I have always wanted to strive for is to try to make, try to make the concepts as simple and digestible as possible. Uh, and so what I try to tell people is that what, what reconstruction life is about is about encountering a broken world, you know, where where sin has had its effects both on us individually, on our family, on our children, and the people that we encounter, and how we actively can be engaged in applying uh, the salvation that God has wrought uh, for us through Jesus Christ um, in every single area that we encounter. So, so the blood of Christ both. Uh, helps me overcome my personal sin, my family's sin, the sin that we encounter out in nature. And then that's, and then if you're engaged in, in that process and noticing it and overcoming the effects of the curse, that's, that's what reconstruction life is all about. Like that's, that's what we're all doing, right? We're all applying the principles of the Lordship of Jesus Christ over everything that we encounter. That's what reconstruction life is. So, 
So that's what I try to that's what I try to keep in my in my mind in my reference frame. And so when we make some of our products, we're not really products, but we make some of our uh, our blog posts or videos or a podcast. I try to be sensitive to the fact that that we're not operating from a Christian culture. So a lot of the people that come in contact with uh, with Christian ideas and concepts are kind of are kind of stained uh, and tainted. And when people start applying the ideas of of homeschooling and taking their faith very seriously and about how do these concepts get applied, whether it's worship with the family or whatever, there's a level of insecurity that comes with that because people are unsure about how things are supposed to look. And when they read these books or they see these speakers and they see these super mature Christians, you know, they may be uh, multi-generations in, they kind of sometimes can feel like, well, I, I don't look like that what am i doing wrong i must be doing something terribly wrong um and so i i kind of just want to kind of present the fact that you know we're it's all part of a process you know everyone is being sanctified at a different rate um and so and and god is working and as long as as long as that process is continuing and you're thoughtful and you're praying and you have these ideas in mind about what you're trying to do then then that sanctificational process is good and it's a blessing and so and so I, I am in in some respect also thinking about that when we do create some of our material as well uh, <clears throat> given the fact that you you mentioned something earlier uh, in fact two things given the fact that you're not building upon previous generations of 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 uh of uh, faithful living you described your wife both as first generation christians how do you specifically go about inculcating in your children the idea that they are children of promise, in effect, and and hopefully by the grace of God they'll be faithful to remain to be covenant keepers, and that they represent the first of a long line uh, of stretching into the future? How? What, what do you do as parents uh, and as a father specifically to inculcate that vision or that sense of identity in your children? Uh, well, yeah, that's a that's a good question. Well, I, I have to warn you first of all that I am a, that I am a Baptist, so uh, I'm a Reconstructionist, but I'm still a Baptist. So uh, when I raise my children, I still require of them personally the fact that they do still have their own personal requirement to exhibit uh, faithfulness, that God has called them to faith, and we talk about what faith uh, in action looks like and what are the implications of it and what are the aspects uh, of it. So so while I'm still teaching them about what the Bible says and about about their own personal sin, I, I am focused on my training with them, on them coming to terms and realization of their own personal sin and and using God's law as an example to say hey this is the standard by which at least in my best efforts I'm trying to judge you by not by my own personal law unless unless God's law allows for that but uh, but what his requirements are and I'm pointing it out to you because that's my responsibility um, so in the younger children that's you know it's it's easier because there's not as much a contest uh, for uh, authority. Uh, so much, but uh, when they get when they get older, and I do have some older children as well, we get a little bit more nuanced uh, as far as the specifics of how God's law applies in certain aspects uh, of their life. But I'm but I'm still I'm still calling them uh, each of them 
uh, to know and understand that, uh, that, that the children of God are not born of the flesh, uh, nor the will of man, uh, but of God. And so if you are a child of God, then you are born from above. You have a, a spiritual birth. And then, you know, and, and so the realities that that, that that has to do with. But I still, but that doesn't change the fact that I still hold the requirement on them, which, which, is, very, which is completely consistent with uh, all of the Reconstructionist authors that we know, right? So the, the law has a requirement. It's both for justification and for sanctification. And so um, I, you know, so there's a requirement when they don't meet it in a justificational perspective, and then there is still a requirement that, this is what the implications of God's law in his people looks like for those that have been uh, regenerated by it as well. Well, I'm not – obviously, each of your children have different personalities, and they don't all come to faith in precisely identical chain of events. I presume that, you know, it's – that when you have nine children, that tracking the individual – Status, if you will, getting a sit rep for each of your children. I like that. I caught that. I caught that term there. I know what a sit rep is. (laughs) So you want to basically, you know, tracking the individual progress in the in 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 the matriculation of each of your children, and and that and that's one. And obviously, that relates to their individual, uh, yeah, uh, 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 regeneration and and repentance and confession of faith in Jesus Christ. And then beyond that, there is like, you know, much in the same way that families establish family traditions, whether it's, you know, we, you know, on New Year's Eve, we always do this, or we always have this on Thanksgiving, or we, you know, so in other words, when you're trying to establish a, 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 a tradition of covenant keeping and kingdom building, in uh, one of our podcasts, uh, uh, I think it was, it was Tim Yarbrough or who was talking about man that was being selected had been selected for elder, and yet he refused to accept the position until his grandchildren had come to faith in Christ. Mm-hmm. And he, because his his contention was is that until my I don't know whether or not I've been a success until my grandchildren. Yeah. continue on in that. So building a legacy, and so I, I'm curious as to what sort of individual regimens, rituals, exercises, uh, discussions that a, a, that a, a Navy dad uh, has or, or, or tries to incorporate in, in, your, in your parenting yeah. to try to build that, that, that long-range vision that, 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 that your family serves the Lord, and that, you know, generations from now, that legacy will continue. Well, I'm, uh, I'm, definitely, I'm definitely grateful for, uh, for many men who have, who have talked about this, this multi-generational vision that you do see uh, in, the, in, the, in the Scripture um, about continuing this on. And I've actually been, I've been quite, quite blessed by uh, a, good, a good brother of mine. Uh, Jason Diffner, who wrote uh, a book basically about this subject uh, called Families in Covenant Succession, uh, which is really, really good. And, uh, and, he, and he talked about just the exactly same idea that, that you're saying. Like, <clears throat> yes, I am absolutely trying to create a, a culture of faith, but not a culture of faith that just exists like 
in the in the ether, but that actually has a specific vision and uh, an mission statement about who we are and, and what we're trying to do. So because I'm not I'm not naive to the fact that I think you know kind of as you mentioned before. There's so many of us out there, and so many of our families are different, are very different, and our gifts are different, and our circumstances uh, are unique, and and that's and that's all normal. That's all part of God's providence about how this how the kingdom is is growing and moving. But each family does have an identity. So our my family uh, does particularly uh, have its own identity, and so. So we do, uh, and so in particularly in our family, we do have uh, uh, traditions or celebrations. Uh, so we do try to create some camaraderie, and some of it just come. And, and honestly, you know, Bill, it's not even completely static; uh, it's dynamic. As each child grows and matures, it it kind of shifts uh, a little bit. So so even the dynamics of the family are constantly uh, are constantly changing. But uh, as far as like. Uh, as far as the sit rep is concerned, um, you know, my, my wife does an excellent job uh, here at the house, and she's keeping a pulse on stuff that's going on. So, and, uh, and you know, I've, I've made it, um, you know, it's one of, my, uh, one of my resolutions, for lack of a better term, uh, for this year to make sure that I get a chance to go and have a date with my wife every week. And, uh, and we started this, doing this uh, a while ago. And it's been a huge, huge blessing where it's just me and her, which when there's so many of us doesn't happen all that often. <laughs> so, uh, so it's quite a treat. Uh, and we, and we just, we just talk about, about all the different various things that are going on in our life and just kind of connect. And we'll talk about, uh, we'll talk about the children and we'll talk about, Hey, what's going on with this? And Hey, I'm, I want to focus on this area with this child. and I want to focus on this area with this child. And what do you think about about this, and so we we do come up with a with a plan. We are trying to shape them and mold them uh, as as we're going, and we'll kind of change our techniques and strategies uh, along the way. So uh, so we we do we are keeping a constant pulse uh, on our family, which I highly recommend. Uh, and uh, but we do but but as far as the setting the long range plan, I'm I'm still. That, that's one of my things that I'm trying to finish this year is I want to get back and, and kind of pick Jason's brain and find out, you know, what kind of examples does he have. So I got some other books uh, to help me with that because I do because I would like to be much more intentional um, about what's the legacy of faith that uh, that we're trying to leave. Uh, so that so that's something that I'm still even working on now. Well, it's much like, you know, much like in the military, as you know, you, 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 got, you have your quals and, uh, and, and you, it's basically a way for your command master chief or the CEO of your unit to track your pro- your progress so that you're able to make great, you know, at the next opportunity and are, you know, I, I'm, I'm, you know, in the, in the, in the submarine service, you know, you've got quals during your dolphins. You, in other words, there's certain fundamental, not only are there things that you need to demonstrate as far as characteristics, qualities, uh, <clears throat> in terms of the fruit of the Holy Spirit, and uh, repentance and, and 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 humility and service, servant you know servant heart, um, you know quick to be forgiving. But there's also fundamental skills that that a, a, a person, whether they're children or adults, yeah. need need to demonstrate proficiency in, mm-hmm. uh, whether it be 
you know, completing their catechism questions. I presume you guys are con- you consider yourself confessional Baptists, so yep. you probably have a, you probably use the catechism. Yep. Um, and um, um, so, as far as you know, we're not to not to make it sound like you're uh, running a production line, but in, in in effect, you know, tracking and keeping notes on. Obviously, you know your children, but but keeping notes and are tracking the progress and 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 then reviewing those those uh, evaluations, you know, with your children, so that they so that they understand that uh, that that you have an agenda. You you have a, a you know they're not just drifting through life. That they're that they have been given to you for a reason. And that is for you to train and shape and mold them into being, uh, you know, the, the people of God, kingdom builders, covenant keepers, and that this is where they're doing well, and this is where they need uh, growth, and this is where they need practice, and this is, you know. So yeah. I, I'm just wondering, is it, you being uh, being a naval officer and being familiar with that whole process, of, of evaluations and qualifications, and uh, I wonder has has that have you have you utilized that in any way uh, in your family? Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm very I'm very familiar with uh, you know how we do quals to make sure that we can uh, execute uh, certain things, but I but I actually don't even completely apply those principles uh, in my home, and 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 this is why uh, mostly because each of my children is are so different and, and it's taken a lot of maturity, um, for me to kind of recognize that each of them is gifted in special ways. And I have like an example. So my oldest, uh, child is my, uh, my daughter and, uh, and she has a very, uh, unique kind of intuitive artistic personality. So she's very different from me, I'm, uh, highly disciplined, highly structured. Uh, you know, I'm looking for optimization and efficiency and she does not operate or function in that manner. Um, whereas, uh, my wife and I both do, um, my, my son, on the other hand, who's the next one, uh, down, he is much more like, uh, me and my wife. So it would be very easy for me to say, Oh, uh, Hey, oldest daughter, there's something wrong with you. Cause you're not like us. Um, and my son, you know, well, you're more like us. So, you know, therefore you must be doing a great job. So, uh, but I don't, but I don't handle it uh, like that because I, I notice that there's particular giftings that, that she has that, that honestly, the rest of us don't, you know, she's much more compassionate, compassionate. Uh, she's much more tenderhearted. Um, and in some areas that I could definitely garner some, um, you know, to some wisdom from. So, so I kind of, I kind of avoid using like a, a stock standard. Hey, if I if I apply this concept to these kids, then I'm going to spit out you know the the right product every time. And and instead, I'm I'm tailoring it, which is one of the beauties of homeschooling anyway, is that I can tailor my education uh, process and my character training and development to each child uh, as I encounter the various things that they're going through. So so I. So I'm kind of, you know, I'm I'm not applying the nest, that that military perspective in that in that sense, uh, but I am still trying to be tactical, uh, in the sense that 
that you know I'm still raising my children to let them know that that there is an objective and that they in some way shape or form have input to accomplishing that objective and if and if you know anything about military stuff you know not everybody is a pointy nose uh trigger puller you know there's a lot of other guys that are doing a lot of other stuff to make sure that that bomb falls on target so there's a lot of support structures there's a lot of uh, people in the back that are doing uh, medical things that are running supplies that are doing administrative duties uh everything it takes a lot to get an objective completed it's not just the guy that's at the front that's, you know, in contact with the enemy on the front lines, you know. So so I, I, I kind of use that mentality when I'm raising my kids to say, hey, you have a function in the kingdom. You have some place you're going to fit, and I want to help you get ready for that and be prepared and be ready and willing to do it. Um, I wanted you to, you know, before we have to go, um, I wanted you to take some time to develop, uh, to, number one, introduce our listeners to some to your blog and some of the uh, projects that you're that you've got uh, under your belt right now and maybe uh, if you would speak to uh, what what you saw as a deficiency or a need that you felt needed to be filled uh, such that you would produce a blog and tell us the name of the blog and what it what it deals with and 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 what was what was the need of the of the, of the hour that you felt uh, uh, whether it would had to do with parenting or or, or what or whatever that prompted you to want to produce uh, a blog and start doing a, a podcast or or uh, whatever it is you've got going on. Sure. Uh, so so our website, uh, the business that we started, it's called uh, Reconstruction Life. Uh, and you can go to reconstructionlife.com, and uh, we've uh, we produce uh, a podcast and then uh, videos as well, and then uh, a little bit a little bit of blogging. But I'm primarily focusing uh, on the video slash podcast uh, ap- aspects uh, mostly. And uh, you know, I had I think I kind of bore out because uh, I remember having a conversation with uh, Ford uh, Schwartz from Calcedon, and uh, and we were. You know, he was talking about Rush Dooney and all the stuff that he wrote, and he said that, you know, that uh, that Reconstructionism is is inherently practical. That it's just very, very practical. And and I said, okay, I said, okay, I I believe you, <laughs> I agree with you. But sometimes when I'm reading Rush Dooney, I don't I don't see that, and I don't I don't see the practicality, um, and I'm having a hard time with that. And uh, and so I kind of. I felt like there were other people out there <clears throat> that were looking for some of that practicality as well from a theonomic perspective, but then also uh, flavoring it with the fact that I noticed that I run into so many people, uh, husbands and wives, who are just like struggling. They're just struggling. They're having a hard time. They're feeling burdened and bogged down by their families like they've they've seen this this vision this calling to homeschool to uh teach their children the nurture and admonition of the lord and and they're doing it but it's hard it's just like day-to-day tough tough stuff and it is it's a it's a long a long labor and and i and when we talk to them and you know my wife when she talks to other wives and you know kind of let them know yeah no 
I mean, I'm, I have struggles too. I'm having a hard time too. I'm having difficulty dealing with this subject or with this person or with this and, you know, this mess or whatever is happening. And I kind of wanted to be able to let people know, like, that's part of our life. Like, that's okay. That's part of what we're doing. Now, are you a self-contained homeschooling family or do you work with a co-op of some of sorts? Well, we don't have a co-op uh, out here that we participate in. There's uh there is a co-op, but it's subsidized by the government, so we don't participate in it. So we just are just independent homeschooling. Um, and I haven't tried to take on the co-op thing because I'm kind of a little bit busy <clears throat> with some other things right now. So we're just doing it all, uh, all, all on our own, just totally uh, independent, you know. So, so, but I, you know, I know there's a lot of other families, and you know, again, it, it has to do with you know different people are in different situations based on the area and location that they're in. They may have more opportunities. So this is the situation that I'm faced with, and I know that there's other people out there that are kind of just isolated out there on an island, like we are. Literally, we're on an island, uh, and you know, they're kind of like. I'm having difficulty in, in connecting with the people in my church. I'm having difficulty connecting with the people uh, that and my family, and, and I'm just like I'm just having a hard time. And so I wanted I wanted to be able to show people. Uh, so we do our stuff on YouTube, whether it's uh, our videos um, or our podcast. That that I, I really want people to just think about you know, how much you can really enjoy your family. And even through the struggles and stuff that, that there's a lot of joy, there's a lot of happiness. And, uh, and, and when people come into your home and they see your home and, and I do on some of my videos get a little bit like you're kind of seeing the inner inside of my house that, that again, this is like, this is the center of where, I really do believe we can make a huge impact on other people's lives is what happens in the home. So, so I do invite people to my home and I do have, you know, we have a, a not necessarily a hospitality ministry, but we do, you know, bring people in and spend time with them. And, um, and, uh, but I, I kind of wanted to do a little bit more on the, on the video side, cause I felt like that was an area that, that, that reconstructionism didn't necessarily, uh, hasn't really penetrated, uh, yet so much. So that's kind of what have I'm, you, what I'm uh, working on. Joe, have you had a chance to utilize any of the tools such as, oh, Google Hangouts or anything like that with other parents or, or, or dads uh, that, you know, that are not right there with you or where you want to you get together on a periodic basis for encouragement or sharing tips or anything like that? Uh, there are some, some men that I'm able to, to talk to. Um, when they do uh, a Bible study over uh, uh, over any meeting, uh, a little bit, and then sometimes they phone in with some guys on uh, on a Saturday and talk to them. But uh, but you know, a lot of it is just again, it's very it's very dynamic, you know, because you know, how, no, no matter how much I'd love to be able to connect with other guys across the country, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough for me to be more than just providing nuggets uh, for them. If I don't have the immediacy of location to kind of bond bond with them and and share with them some of that really because if I'm sharing family life with you, I like I have to know your family. You have to see my family. You have to kind of get intimate in that sense. That get, that that that, uh, that comes to the question of your relationship with your with your local congregation. What how is that uh, how does that uh, support what you're doing? How how vital is that? 
Uh, well, we kind of ha- ended up having a, a unique relationship uh, with our with our local congregation. We first moved out uh, moved out here, and uh, and while we didn't get kicked out, we kind of got forced out <laughs> a little bit because because we were a little bit a little bit too much. Even though we we were not being you know uh, aggressive about the things that we believe and stuff, it was just very clear that we were not on the same page. We didn't have the same goals in mind. Uh, and so that relationship didn't work out as well. And and up here, I mean, honestly, um, in the Northwest, I mean, it's it's kind of few and far between. So um, so we we were going to... Uh, uh, Brother, that's the way it is everywhere. I know, I know. Reconstruct- I know. For reconstructionist I know. families, you know, reconstructionist families, if you can get three together... Uh, you, you've done, you, that's, that's a coup. I know. <laughs> so, so, I mean, there, there, there were, there are churches that we've been to and then, uh, you know, we were going to an OPC, uh, church after that. Uh, and it was just, there was a lot of, uh, a lot of, a lot of things that we were just having a hard time with. So, so now we're traveling about an hour ish, a little over an hour, uh, to go to a PCA church up in Bellingham, uh, which is still a blessing, but I, I'm still limited by that distance. Like I don't have the fellowship that I would really, really like. So, so I'm actually getting started. Yeah, and you have to wait and you have to watch them and you have to watch, watch them baptize babies. Yeah. 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 Which is, which is, which is okay. I mean, I don't, I don't mind uh, them going <laughs> through the process. Um, you know, it's just that when they're kind of, sometimes there's a little bit of overreaching uh, in some of the statements that they're making. And I, and I just, I just let it go. I just forgive them. You know, well, I, I, you know, Joe, Joseph, <laughs> just between you and me, I, 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 I maintain that all baptism is presumptive baptism. You're either presuming upon the promises of God or we're presuming upon a credible testimony of faith. Yeah. So either way, but you know, you don't presume, uh, and, and certainly, uh, Presbyterians who understand what they claim to believe don't, don't, uh, don't operate under the illusion that they have any guarantees. Yeah. Well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm definitely not going to go in there and start waving any flags or anything like that. So I'm just going to let that go. But, uh, but kind of in that, in that vein, uh, one of the projects that I'm kind of getting, uh, working on is, uh, is I'd like to be able to kind of share with the people that are immediately around me, so in my own personal community, uh, kind of the the five tenets of Reconstructionism, but presented in a way that kind of shares with them, hey, this is what we think, and this is why we think it. So I've I've been I've been working on prepping this, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna package it together uh, as uh, as five talks. Uh, that we're going to present so we can hopefully monetize a little bit of this blog uh, eventually so I can make more than a couple cents, uh, you know, a day. Um, and uh, and then we're going to offer that up to people, and it's going to kind of be an outreach to the community, just kind of say, hey, you've met my family, and you know, like, kind of a little bit about who we are and you like us. Hopefully, maybe you like us. Um, but this is why we are the way we are, because these concepts of reconstructionism have have shaped us have molded us uh into the way that we act and the way we behave and so and so that's kind of one of the things that i'm working on and planning well, on doing uh this year well, uh, to prep l- you know, let me let me comment i think the fact that you're a naval aviator which is a an esteemed respected even admired occupation probably is sparing your family from being ostracized and treated even worse, even more shabbily than they have in the past, perhaps. If you were a woodcutter or a self-employed Amway distributor, and then you're like, but but when 
you know, a naval aviator is not some guy that's going to be out there on the fringe. That you know, it, your 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 occupation, your rank carries with it, you know, respect. And so I think because of that, people are, are should be willing to give you a good bit of latitude in expressing your your convictions and say, hey, this guy's not some out there Yahoo. I mean, this is this is this guy is one of the best. So. So I think that's 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 beneficial um, to you. The other thing I would give you, I would just share with you, you know, and our listeners, that should give you great encouragement, maybe even uh, uh, some, maybe a, a suggestion of a way to go about this project is, I, uh, I I've got a, a several CDs of, of Greg Bonson's uh, seminars and lectures, and on one of them. He's presenting the five tenets of Christian Reconstruction to a group of Britons who've obviously never, whatever they've heard about it, it's not been good, and so they're expected, they're expecting to be shocked, you know, to to find out, okay, what's the juicy, what what what's what's all the fuss about, you know, because what they've heard is that, oh, this is destructive, these guys are heretical, they're you know whatever, and he ends up giving a masterful presentation and walks people through the points of reconstruction and never uses any of the terms they expect him to use. Right. So that when he's done, it sounds like that what he is espousing, what he's presenting, is just consistent Christianity. Exactly. Yeah, and that, that's exactly what uh, what my hope is. So I'm not... I'm not even what I'm writing this up because I'm uh, still in the writing phase. I'm not trying to use any of the buzzwords. <laughs> you know, I'm not trying to use theonomy or, uh, you know, or postmillennialism, uh, although that's a tough one to avoid uh, a little bit, you know. But, uh, but yeah, just saying, like, hey, this is what, this is what God, this is what Jesus says about his kingdom. He says this. And if that's true, then what are the implications for it in our life? And how, how would this kingdom advance? Like, uh, you know, using what using what concepts, what what makes what makes sense, you know, um, and so that that that's kind of that's one thing that that uh, that we're working on uh, here for this year uh, is our plan. In, in dealing with other families, and you mentioned others who've had struggles, and you wanted to you wanted to produce uh, you know a, a, um, information that would aid other families that were you know over certain hurdles. Would you find uh, would would you say I'm not? I don't want to put words in your mouth. I'm, I really want to know if you've noted the difference. Obviously, there are homeschoolers come in a lot of varieties and flavors. They're not all. In fact, some of them are not even Christians nowadays. They're just people who who've noted the deficiency of, of government education. Uh, but for Christians, obviously, there are people who are dispensational. There are people who are you know two kingdom or are are barely reformed, as we'd say. And then there's reconstructionists. Do you find that 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 some of the that I'm not saying that that reconstructionists don't have issues, but are some of the some of the issues that that these homeschooling families face? Do you think that some of them would be lessened or mitigated somewhat if they had a working uh, reconstructionist outlook on things? Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. So uh, there's there's just there's there's so much really uh, that that's there. Like if 
if people if people will see that that being a homeschooling family or being a homeschooling parent like it you know i think i think so many of us just get stuck in the idea like that we have to be I have to be the gold mine. I have to be this gold standard. I have to be this, you know, amazing, uh, amazing thing, or make this huge, huge impact. And if and if you start following what reconstruction is talking about, you realize that, you know, you're just you're just a pebble on the beach. You know, you're just a pebble on the beach, but you're part, but you're part of this enormous, beautiful, amazing tapestry that's being woven. And and you find that you you know you're a you're a puzzle piece, uh, essentially, in in what God and what God is doing, and the way that you can be. Yeah, yeah it, it falls. Down, it, it basically falls down to the idea of finding your calling and staying in it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You just and that and that's why it makes and that's why it makes for me homeschooling so much easier because I'm saying, uh, I'm saying, honey, you know, like uh, God is going to do what He's going to do, and and the way that He wants it done is He want He made you to, to do this. That's what he made you to do, and if you do that, then then it's going to fall exactly the way that would be the most blessing to the most people that you come in contact and come in contact with, you know. And if and and as much as you try to struggle against that, it's going to be negative negative for you. So you start to see that uh, it doesn't matter how big or small. I feel like my I don't have to be a <clears throat> I don't have to be a, a John Piper or I don't have to be a you know this big big name big person. I just have to fulfill my role in what I'm called to do. And if I'm just, uh, someone's, you know, I'm just a couple of shoulders for somebody to stand on, then, then praise God, you know, there's something bigger that we have in mind. And and that's what I feel like that reconstructionism does really, really strongly and really, really well in seeing that we're all just cogs, uh, in, in this amazing thing that God is building. And then that makes everything that you do valuable. It makes it all worth it. You know, you're like, well, Praise God that I had a part to play, and uh, of course, what's amazing is when you you're around homeschooling families decidedly different than watching children growing up where they're going. One's going to elementary school, one's going across town to middle school, the other's in high school, and they're and they're segregated according to their age and their friends. Whereas with homeschooling families, typically you the siblings really love one another and they're each other's best friends. They would rather be together as family than be separate. Uh, I can't imagine how you go about the process of raising a large brood of children if you don't have a victorious eschatology, if you do not have an optimistic view of the future. Yeah, yeah. If you feel like you're just, it's almost like a like a negative thing to be bringing somebody into this terrible situation. You know, you're just praying that they get saved before uh, you know everything goes to hell. Yeah, it's like raising it's like raising daughters in Sodom or something. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's it it can be very, <laughs> you know, very pessimistic, uh, obviously. So yeah, but but for us, I mean, you know, it's it's just so it's exciting. It's exciting. You know, I I can talk to my and and again, uh, you know, look at my look at my daughter, look at my sons, um, and I do have I will have seven daughters uh, very soon. Uh, and and tell them and tell them, uh, ladies, you have an amazingly important role. I, I can't tell you how important my wife is into anything that we've been able to do in this home, and and you girls uh, are going to play a major major role in the continuation of this advancement of God's kingdom because it's going to take you know 
mothers completely devoted uh, in their homes to the discipleship of their children to keep going, like you were saying, for the grandchildren, you know. And and now our whole perspective has kind of changed to say, like, hey, how can we, how is our family specifically tasked to glorify God in what areas? It, and just because, and just because I don't, you know, just because I haven't completely firmed up what our family is going to do, uh, doesn't mean that I don't still recognize the fact that that we should have a role as Reconstructionists to advocating for our position. Like we we don't need to be shy about it. We can talk to people about what are the things that we believe, and we can we can push uh, for the things that God's word says. And there's nothing wrong with that. We should we should be doing that. So so I, I'm fully on board with with the idea of continuing this this movement uh, of saying, hey, what more can we do? And even if I'm just a springboard, then that's good. And you guys, you know, can be, we're going to garner more resources, increase our influence and, uh, and, and, you know, and keep, and keep going, keep, keep fighting. Every time I talk with a homeschooling dad with a, with a bunch of daughters, I'm all, I'm always tempted. I always want to ask them, are you networking with any men that are raising sons and keeping tabs on each other's progress? Because, I mean, you've got a vested interest as a father with seven daughters. Yeah. You've, got a vested interest in, you've got a vested interest in reconstruction of dads raising up some godly men. I, I do. Uh, I, I sure do. You know, and, and I don't know. My own, personal, my own personal view, at least from my limited perspective, is that there does seem to be uh, more of the daughters around than the uh than the reconstructionist uh type young young men um and i hope hopefully i'm wrong <laughs> hopefully i'm wrong about that so but uh but 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 honestly for me still you know that's okay i mean i'm i'm raising them with the expectation that they need to be able to to cultivate or you know come alongside a man to uh to help to help further his vision uh, so that's another thing that i try to be sensitive about too is the fact that I want you to fully support your husband's vision, not my vision, his vision, you know, so, but, but we are never going to leave you behind. You know, you're never going to be without a resource and you, you know, and, uh, and if, and, and so I, I want to make sure that that, that that's clear to them as well. And like that you're still our family, but, uh, but, you know, I mean, uh, but I still want them to realize that they have a role to play, um, in what God is doing. I mean, I know plenty of of young reconstructionist women out there that are doing an amazing job and they're and they're single but they're still advancing God's kingdom and they're still being a blessing to many 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 other people and doing some amazing things and and praise God praise God for that too you know that's a blessing uh, for all of us so if they if they uh become a wife I want them fully invested in that if they're if they're blessed with a life of singleness I want them fully invested in how they can uh, advance God's kingdom in that way uh, as well so so that's 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 my intent well, when I'm raising the girls at least well we want to put a call out to uh, those men in our listening audience and our men who have brothers or friends who are uh, sort of just taken up time and, and and maybe just a call that any of you men who aspire to be godly warrior heads of households uh you need to uh, you need to maybe uh organize yourself into a a fraternity or a group that identifies yourself as as godly husbands in training and uh, make your presence known out there and 
and you know it's I, you know frankly I, uh, my buddy Jack's got three daughters and uh, they've had a few suitors and quite frankly the daughters usually are the first ones to tell him that dad those guys are not really up to snuff you know they're not up yeah. to speed and 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 it's almost like the the the, the fathers of the daughters need to be running a training academy for their for their son, for future the, sons for the suitors <laughs> yeah exactly you need to put them through you know like basic underwater demolition school for for suitors you know and basically you know yeah <laughs> you know so anyway well give us again your um your your blog names your websites how people can be in touch with you uh where you frequent i, I know you're on facebook sometime but I just got on Facebook. I, would, I, would, I just got on Facebook, Bill, within like the past few months. So it, yeah, this is all yeah. new to me. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, it can, it, it, you know, it, there can be a, there, you know, it can, it can ensnare you. So, you know, it, 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 it's best not to be. You know, some of us are, have become Facebook wonks, and uh, in fact, you know, it's almost like that's well, where, where do you go to church? Well, Facebook. You know. Uh, <laughs> I'm that's trying. I'm trying fellowship. not to be a troll. I've heard that's bad. Don't be a troll. Yeah, Whatever yeah, that. Well, I don't know what that is yet. Okay. Well, listen. Give us real quickly, and because I've got a green light, and I need to to fire it up. Yeah. So, give us your uh, information again. Uh, so our website is reconstructionlife dot com, and uh, and we do produce the videos, podcasts, and uh, blog. We're also on YouTube, uh, so you can just. YouTube search Reconstruction Life, and we've got a bunch of videos up uh, up there. So some uh, family vlog stuff, and then I do my uh, Extreme Dad series where I'm kind of uh, encouraging dads to 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 see that being a dad is always extreme because that's the most important uh, area where you can concentrate your efforts uh, to make a difference uh, in society in general. Uh, and then my son also has some uh, DIYs that he does uh, on there as well. Uh, so that's kind of where we're at. So, but we're expecting uh, we're expecting number nine here within the next couple of weeks, uh, and so I'm hoping to kind of catalog that process a little bit well, so people can kind of get to know us even more. Um, so I'm kind of doing the I'm kind of crossing appeal uh, with a little bit of uh, Christian influence uh, on YouTube, so as well. Okay, Joe Graham, thanks for joining us here, making time for us in your busy schedule here on The War Room. Yeah, sure. Appreciate it, Bill. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us in The War Room. Please enjoy The Nation's Rage, Psalm 2, by my soul among lions. 